0: Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here with Gar. My
1: life is a bin fire.
0: <laughs> so how have you been?
1: I'm in bits. Are you? I'm not sick. It's just everything that's ganging up on me this week, Paul, and I don't oh, like I it.
0: Hate, I hate when you have uh, accumulating issues. It's just,
1: it was the night before Paddy's Night, which is when we're recording this, um, which is just the worst time of the year anyway. And oh, yeah. we've skipped two of you know what I mean? i having had two Paddy's Day, to the, two uh, Paddy's Day to deal with in ages. It was great. In ages, two years. Oh, oh my god! And uh, so now it's back, and I've got a lot of staff out with COVID. Oh, in shit. work, on like quite, I and don't... you know what's weird, right? Is that like Paddy's Day? Paddy's is busy anyway, in work. Um, it's not like Balooba's busy. It's just messy busy. Yeah. But that fucking band, the Mary Wallopers, are playing in Vickers Street, and it's sold out.
0: They're playing Vic, and it's sold out. Yeah just Man, another one i i like I've, i i tried to listen to them and i went that's not for me
1: it's absolutely not for me it's for i, uh, I don't think
0: no i don't think it could be any less for me and and i i, I swear right i listened to it and i'm very uh i'm impressed with what they're doing yeah so for anyone doesn't know it's very very folky irish folk music but they're singing about whatever they want to sing about and it's actually really interesting but after about two minutes of it, i'm like i can't i'm not enjoying i'm not enjoying the feeling of this now it's not because they're doing anything wrong. It's just, it's very hard. Stick to on yourself, Mary Roberts, and you realise you might either go, oh, get this. This yeah. is great. And, and I hope that you do. But for me, I'm like, I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, I think, like, I know a lot of people go into it, and they're all just good time people. They're not necessarily. Yeah, they're good time band. Yeah, they're not necessarily music people. They're just, it's a good night out. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, that's perfectly fine. That's just. just,
0: just oh, it's, do you know what they are? A band I wish I could like, and they're another band I wish I could like. Are coming up in this podcast, but they are. I listen and go, <laughs> oh man, I get that. Do you know? I listened to Lancome or whatever like that, and I didn't like them at first, but then they really, really grew on me. So it's like the opposite. Maybe the Mary Wappers will uh, grow on me, but
1: I doubt it. But they're playing in uh, Vicar Street tomorrow. um so, yeah, I'm going to get lifted, absolutely lifted over. I, and yeah. I'm down staff and the whole nine yards. And then I've got two different yeah, two takes.
0: It's going to be very difficult for yeah, you it's gonna to gonna get be, staff. It's going to be a swine. Oh, I've right.
1: got one person who's able to jump in, but they're not able to get into until like 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Um, yes, yeah. yeah, it's when, a sh- when the, Then on yeah. top of that, I've got two different two takes. Um, that's horrible. That's I fucked me back up today, lifting kegs. Um, what else with me? My back is bollocks. My head is still sore. Uh, my two-year headache is still there. I have to go and get a brain scan. Did I tell you? No. I tell the people at home. I have to go and get a brain scan. Yeah, because, because of, of the headaches. Because of my headaches. Yeah, yeah. I was spotting out. To be fair, I was supposed to like book it two weeks ago, and I just haven't had time. And so everybody's going to give out to make the time. That doesn't work like that. Um, yeah. It's 2021. Yeah. Like there, there is not, there is not the time to make for things because if you if you don't have time, you don't get to pay rent and you die uh, on the, on the streets in the tent. So mm. you have to just work until. Uh, Mother Nature says there's an L day off of you where you can look after all your bits and bobs. But
0: unfortunately, yeah, I, had to not. Book, I had to book bloods because I want to get my bloods checked because uh, I was getting mad t- pins and needles in my hands. But I think it's from nerves. But I had an online GP visit because they're free with work. It's oh, weird great. going on online to a doctor. Really? And And uh, God love him, I just like bombarded him with loads of information, and I just he just went right like I'll, you can book your bloods and, and I'll send you anything I'd love so to get my
1: bloods done. I'm afraid
0: though. Yeah, yeah, well, I am afraid. Everyone should be afraid, but I'm fucking. Getting on now, I have to be getting the I
1: know. I was in the doctor a couple of weeks ago, and he was, I, it was for like, um, it's kind of a uh, patch of dermatitis that I just want any of the steroid creams for and stuff like that. And uh, uh, he was he was doing all the, the scripts for that shit, you know, for the cream. Was your nipple at you again? No, no, no. It's a little weird. <laughs> I got two or three of these little kind of patch things on my back that are just uh, itchy. It's like, a, it's not like not fucking leprosy or anything like that I never I've no skin problems I never, <laughs> I never did I just had these weird little things on my back and I, I thought maybe it was from like uh, washing powder or something like that it's going on a couple of months now but it wasn't yeah. I tried everything I tried moisturiser tried fucking having a shower every second or third day instead because I know that's a big thing you know um, not drying your fucking body out and then I tried like showering and not washing my back And I tried fucking everything and I was like you know I'm going to fucking doctor I've been to the doctor twice now and he gives me tablets and it clears it up which is fine um, it's, it's it's okay at the moment, but it's gonna come back, and now it's gonna come back. I'm gonna end up uh, getting a, a, a fucking um, getting t- a, yeah, exactly, a whole new back installed. That's what I'm gonna end up. <laughs> and um, I just said it to him, like at the end, of it, I was like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, I've had a headache for two years, and he just said, oh, <laughs> all really, right, hang on, and he just That's pulled such out. a fucking fella. That's Isn't such it? a fella thing, you,
0: Like they said to me sometimes, long you had that. I go,
1: boo, <laughs> forever.
0: Three years. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> just it's it's unbearable now, mate. You know, like it was annoying me when you let it you get could to f- the point where I'm here. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But, like it, it was only annoying me when you could fix it, but now that it's inoperable, uh, I'm here, mate. Yeah. So, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, he just pulled out the script and he was like, "Okay, we're gonna send you for a head scan." And I was like, "All right." And he goes, "Have you got insurance?" I said, mate. Like, are you fucking for real? I'm Forty-one years of age? Like, no. Of course I don't. I live in Dublin." And he went, to, can you afford a head scan? I was like, oh, how much is a fucking head scan? Like? He goes, I don't know. I said, well, nice one, doctor. So oh, that's I was, great. So, uh, yeah, I have to... It's not that dear. It's like 300 quid. I mean, that's a lot of fucking money uh, when you don't have it. And I don't have it. So I'll figure it out. But I have to get it done. Because otherwise...
2: Yeah.
1: Or, here's what I'm thinking.
0: Or. No, no, don't do your or. That's the way. You pick the correct route. It's 300 quid, but... Don't try yeah. to take, it take something out yourself with a player. No,
1: no, do. what I'm thinking, if I just ignore it and it is bogey, then someday, like, my off switch will just get hit and I'll never have to pay rent or bills ever again. <laughs> that's the way I'm thinking about it. i just walking down Connell Street and someone just fucking pulls me plug. Exactly. And that's me, and everybody else is crying, but I'd be dead. I don't give a fuck. And I never have to pay bills or anything
0: ever again. Do, 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 do. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I'm thinking. Will we stop depressing people and get on to Uh, a depressing depressing topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just
1: got. um, Yeah, it's some some parts, it. this is a good one actually. This is an interesting one um, that we're that we're going to do here. Um, It's your idea, which yeah, well, well, props for it.
0: It's not that big of a a master plan because it's sort of what's happening in the world at the moment. Yeah, there is many many sanctions on Russia. And um, no doubt, like the cultural boycott is in full effect. So we wanted to see ooh, who in the past has become a boycott breaker, mm. boycott breaker. Cultural boycotts uh, are were a very big thing from the 80s up until now, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> main ones we will cover but there might be a few that will interest you. So are you you're first, aren't you? I am coming up first. first. Yeah, we
1: should probably let people know yeah. maybe didn't listen to the last one a couple of weeks ago that what we're doing now is that people who subscribe to us on Patreon, you get an extra few minutes at the end. All right. So the podcast remains free. You get the main meat and two veg. However, the gravy is there. Uh, for the patreon subscribers and uh, all the details on how to scru- subscribe to the patreon are there in the text in front of you or we'll talk about them at the end you're not going to miss out on too much you might miss out on a bit of crack because uh, so,
0: stuff stuff we have to put behind the payroll yeah, yeah. so like, like,
1: exactly like what i what, just me talking about like weird leprosy on me back and headaches like probably should have kept that for the end but hell never like yeah just, we'll, we'll get, a we'll get, get them more them. of that a taste of, of the... Exactly. Of the I'll talk about n- my toes.
0: I'll check out for that. I'll be
1: out. <laughs> well, look. Yeah, so my first one um, well, for boycott breakers, uh, I picked Nick Cave. It's okay. a big one. It's this is the, one, this the first big one I remember um, in, a, in, in modern... In the modern yeah. era of music for me, so in 2017, Nick Cave played two gigs in Tel Aviv in Israel. And at the time, the whole Israel versus Palestine thing was real hot, right? Like, like I mean, it's been fucking hot for years. I mean, a big issue for yeah, years, yeah, but, it, and years. but it,
0: it kicks off when there's like huge Gaza raids, exactly.
1: Um, but at the time, the whole uh, especially in, in the music world, like everybody. Uh, kind of picks a side you'll see that that's obviously happening now picking the fucking correct side let's be brutally honest uh m- musicians generally do pick the correct side so uh, if you ever if your moral compass is ever flawed and you're not totally sure how to how to vote like have a quick look online and if the vast majority of musicians are saying like don't go there and do that that's probably the the, the best bet like just
0: pick that yeah pick That side. you know they seem to or be pretty do good, whatever it, like, the fuck you want exactly which and so and just so be which wrong all, which, which all these did <laughs> exactly, and just pick your own side of history, and, and the dollar because the dollar from these places is big. It's, it's bigger fucking than regular. serious.
1: Yeah, it's serious, serious money. Because be because they're
0: they're, they're you're getting better money because you are reinstating some of the cultural goodness to a country that has been uh, in the papers.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Nick, basically, there was a whole big thing saying, you know, free Palestinian. Um, basically, culturally cut off Israel from kind of Western acts and all this kind of shit. And this, yeah, is, this, this was just the BDS getting...
0: movement. This is the BSD, BDS movement. Are very strong. In, it, in, in exactly. Kind of it, it
1: was just a, it was echoed all over the internet. It was on the streets. People were putting um, Palestinian flags in, in windows. I and mean, to this day, you still see Palestinian flags on windows and stuff like that. Yeah, it's um, close
0: to the it's close to the Irish heart though. You know, yeah,
1: very it's... very much so. Very much so. Um, so <laughs> Nick Cave just went army. Nah, and went over and done two gigs in, in Tel Aviv. Now, like one of the reasons he said one of the reasons he performed there was not to go against not to go against the kind of trend of anti anti Israel sen, uh, sentiment, um, or not because he was kind of pro Israel, but one of his things was that he didn't necessarily want to try one of his kind of reasons that he gave was he said that he didn't want to alienate the country and give them more reasons to act the bollocks. That was one of the things he said.
0: Some of these reasons they come out with uh, that we're going to cover in this podcast are very scandalous. Shaky. Like, they are fucking, shaky. they are they are. They're, rough. They're, they're on shaky ground. Yes. These, these a, uh,
1: a lot of them, a fucking lot of them. Um, some, some of, of said, them are hilarious. Oh yeah, some of them, but most of them are, 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 are just garbage. Um, now, he he himself uh, has done plenty of work for uh, Palestinian charities. Like, he, he when, when he was being interviewed... Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, um, he, he was being interviewed, I think, by NME or one of those magazines, and he said, like, he personally had raised, like, $150,000 uh, for a pro-Palestinian charity uh, p- previous to playing these gigs in Israel. Um, he said that musicians should go to Israel. Um, Israel? <laughs> Jesus, Israel. I'm, very I, 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 I'm, I'm very tired. I'm very tired. I am very tired i not like the
0: way he steals in the boundaries. So yeah. It?
1: Uh, so, yeah, so he'd raise 100, 150 grand uh, for a pro-Palestinian charity. But he said that musicians That's should fuck go to right? Israel. That's fuck it's not, it's not great. Um, <laughs> so he said that musicians should go to Israel and do interviews with the press over there and let them know how they feel about their government's actions. He said because... Um, that doesn't you, work. Well, here, here's one of his reasons. That doesn't you know, work. Here's one of his reasons. And uh, m- maybe there's a little bit of validity to it. He said that like when you talk about... Um, a government's actions kind of externally, it's incredibly easy for that government to to edit those interviews and stuff so they're never shown in that country. He said, like, if yeah. you're doing, if you do get to do uh, play a country that is maybe a little bit, a little bit suspect, a little bit ropey, and you get over there and you do manage to get onto like live radio or live television, he said, like, and then all of a sudden you have a bit of a platform there. No, he said, he said, you shouldn't kind of alienate yourself and you shouldn't um, decimate the population with fact, so He said, but did, you, you should you, let it be known. Did he do that when he went down? I don't know. I highly fucking doubt it. I don't think Nick Cave mm. does interviews, to be honest with you. I think he more, I'd set a roadmap out for other bands, you know, do as I say mm. not as I do in the Nick Cave school of things, like, um, Tom York came out from Radiohead he said I absolutely agree with Nick Heif. Um
0: that's right yeah I, I,
1: I, we, we would play Israel in a heartbeat and the uh, Harpy and when we are up on the stage then we'd directly interface with our fans who were on the same level as, level as us and explain to them that what they're doing is, is is a horror show and they need to get onto their government and sort this show you know
0: yeah because to be honest with you there is see I feel worried about the cultural boycott thing is I would never play israel and the other countries mentioned in this thing now that's easy for me to say i'm not in a position to but i know i wouldn't but i also and i also would suggest if i was ever talking to anyone to not do it Mm. but i don't know about hammering people for doing it yeah i think i just step back now i'm not gonna lie to you depends on how much how much money I have, the tax man I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, no, no, I had a feeling you, you, <laughs> you, you've got, you've definitely got a number, and I, maybe I do as well. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't I, think I, th- I definitely do. I don't think I value money that much.
1: I, I used to. I oh yeah, I, 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 I don't with you, man. I swear to God, in the last two years since COVID, here um, I don't really give a shit about money. uh yeah. Not as much as I used to. Anyway, I don't chase it
0: anymore. Uh, it, it's either going to happen or it's not it and I, I'll chase it when I need it and I have to de- pay bills and stuff I'll exactly, do that.
1: exactly. Like the, the bottom line yeah. is like I'm not
0: uh, at the detriment
1: of myself I'm not going to put my well being or health or fucking circumstances under threat by just saying I'm not going yeah. to work today but I'm also not going to be like I'm working 364 days a year and taking one day off I'm not doing that anymore because I've done that my whole no. life and I'm still broke so what's the fucking point point? yeah missing. I'm fucked Fuck fucked man I'm 20 odd years out of retiring. And uh, the thoughts are down another 20 years of this. Why did you say
0: that? You don't know to think about
1: that. Imagine another 25 years of this. 24 years of this. Honestly, God, shocking. Uh, anyway, that was uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds going to Tel Aviv. And uh, just having none, none of what the rest of the world was telling them. Like none of it. Like but Brian Eno and I was like, What are you doing, Nick? And he's like, shrub you. What are you doing, Nick? You of all people. Yeah. yeah. Like Waters and, and and fucking Eno and all, they they, they they're mad anti fucking Israel. Yeah, yeah. And
0: they're 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 gonna come up in a way they're very they're very strong. And
1: they're just sitting there pointing fingers at going, like, you listen. I know you've got Here's a, the thing.
0: Here's the thing though, right? America directly funds Israel.
1: One hundred percent. It's 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 not far it's, it's off being an American it's not, it's
0: state. It's not a hidden thing. So, should people stop playing America as well? Realistically, by their own reckoning, they probably should.
1: Uh, yeah, but how far? How far do you want to chase the rabbit down the hole? But that's or?
0: what I'm saying. But but everyone's got their how far they will chase the rabbit down yeah. the hole. Like Radioheads and Nick Cave is obviously different to Roger Waters. But of Roger course. Waters will play America.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's, we only play in the Orkney Islands once a year, uh, when the dolphins swim by. Like, play Ireland
0: that's the only place that's fuck playing Ireland pure, pure and clean play, and play, in, Vic, play in Vicar Playing uh, play in Vicar Street, uh, uh, like when when Gar needs to when I'm off. not working play there <laughs> when I'm not working
1: uh, preferably when I uh, when I have COVID I hope I get another dose now because I got a dose when there was nothing else on and nobody and, and even missed me everybody What's else really gets, a do- gets a dose when fucking like next week there's um, oh, White Lawyers you see
0: me when I'm not there yeah oh, White
1: Lawyers um,
0: Blind Boy and Ward I lose my life. They're a great band. Who else? is Runa. Ward I like the music of Warjuna. Don't think I could deal with their fans. I
1: couldn't stand there looking at them people. I'd want a little box around me with a hole in it direct, pointed directly at the stage. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't look around me. I'd walk straight out. I fucking hate Viking people. I hate Viking people. I hate them more than I hate hippies and crystal rubbing bitches. And I hate I fucking skinheads. But I fucking hate Viking people, man. I fucking don't hate, hate them. them. As much as, you don't hate them more than crusties. Oh dear! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. Oh, you one hundred percent do Crusties are just crusties. And and as crusty threw a tin of beans at me once, and I still hate Viking people. <laughs> More, I swear to God, this crusty truth in t- the beans. His,
0: that was his, was that his, his din- gourmet dinner. Breakfast,
1: yeah. lunch and tea in, in his pocket. <coughs> and he took it out of his pocket oh, in the pub and flung I at I me, tru- missed me.
0: I threw me beans. Um... Yeah, And it
1: was, it was Bachelors, I picked them up and took them home. Bachelors beans are the king of beans. Bachelors?
2: Yeah. Very, very nice. Cabaret. very delicious.
1: delicious. Um, fuck coins beans, beans. But anyway, yeah, fuck, I hate Viking people, man. I hate, they all have little runes on them, none of them can read them. Um, They all have the same shaved head shit. I have the fucking life out of I me. Mean, none of them even look like Vikings. Now, does anybody even know what a Viking look like bar what's on telly? Fuck them. Vikings were maggoty smelly cunts. These lads are coming in just wearing like woolly jumpers. Get the fuck away at me. I hate them. I fucking hate them. <laughs> Honest to God. And I played a gig with a Monomarth once. And them lads were lovely. And they're probably real Vikings. But I hate these make you be like Irish English Vikings. I hate them. <laughs> I get honest to God, well, the hairs
0: in the back of my neck are standing up now. or, I hate them or, or, or Norwegian or as, as I know, or one of those.
1: Yeah, Vikings, real Viking people, and then because Irish people, because we got fucking raped and pillaged the fuck over for ages by Vikings, and people are celebrating it.
0: They're celebrating. It's mad. Yeah, it's mad. It is mad. Celebrating the colonising force was, that was, rapes was,
1: their oh, way across our land.
0: Like it was long enough ago, and they're cool enough looking for Irish people to go. Ah, I'll watch that season of uh, Vikings. I did I turned
1: it right off after the first episode I've
0: never I've never seen I've never seen a
1: second of it <laughs> I love Vikings the show up until maybe the tour or fourth season it's very very good and then it gets a bit silly but this new one Valhalla there's a moment in it and listen I'll let I'm not even going to tell you look we'll do,
0: this, we'll do this we'll do this we'll do this later because we are talking we should, about points. we should we we're should not, we're not talking about boycotting uh, Norway for cultural reasons about what it did to us in the thing. apparently so um,
1: uh, Putin doesn't want Norway he only wants Finland as well which what is he we want he wants want Finland to?
0: what do you mean wants it
1: like wants to occupy him it's part of his what plan he
0: talking about? he'll never get anywhere near that he nope. can't
1: even take kiev he can't yeah exactly he can't even take kiev which is fucking mental right, right. who then is your i see your first one and i fucked up I, I added this into the list without seeing that you had done it so i'm interested
0: on your take yeah i took it out before you saw it sorry right, no i'm worries.
1: interested now on your take on this one, uh, this is a good one. My in
0: 1984 queen played south africa uh, during the height of the cultural boycott. Now, this is this was way stronger than I think Palestine, Palestine, um, mm. Israel at the time. Uh, and this boycott was sanctioned by the United Nations due to the ongoing apartheid at the time. Now, apartheid is the system of legislation that allows segregationist policies against mm. non-white citizens in South Africa. That's the official stance. On. Um, and op- upon returning to the UK. They were widely, like, really, really badly criticised when they got back. Queen's justification for at the time was that they were playing. To, they said, that, like, they we're playing to non-segregated crowds, mm. and that we are an apolitical band. So, the two of those two things. Now, if you are apolitical, why would you mention the non-segregated thing? So, is that humanitarian? Which bits are yeah. political? Which bits are humanitarian? So, which bits are you choosing anyway? Yeah. They also questioned the fact that Rod Stewart and Barry Manilow weren't getting the same treatment. That's right. Yeah, they did. They did in the UK, though, they did get the same treatment in the, U- in the UK. Uh, Queen were fined by the British Music Mu- Musician's Union and shunned by the United Nations and a lot of um, uh, media media platforms in a mm. platform. There's only one, pl- two platforms back then uh, at the time. Um, and this is mad, right? Despite how well they did in Live Aid in 85, Queen were notably missing from Band Aid the year before. So That's do they right. know it's Christmas, do they know it's Christmas time, despite the fact that they wanted to do it. Although I think Roger Taylor might have played drums on it. um Some of it you would imagine has to come down to the uh the conflict. On one hand, they're raising money for Ethiopia, and on the other hand, playing Sun City, which is like the Las Vegas of Las South Vegas Africa. Las Vegas of South Africa,
1: yeah, yeah, like like the it, capital.
0: Yeah, it's like. It's crazy. Like it's about hundred and fifty so, kilometers
1: outside of Johannesburg. It was like their version of Mosny, but they turned it into fucking Las Vegas.
0: Exactly, yeah. There was like topless stripper artists mm. things that weren't allowed anywhere else in South Africa at all. Uh gambling, I think there was gambling as well, stuff like that. Stuff, so you just it's the, it's la- maybe the Atlanta might have been the better way for yeah, Las yeah. Vegas. Um about Roger Tyler and Brian May. Expressed sort of regrets from playing mm. uh, playing in Sun City, which means that maybe in ten or fifteen years they might express regret about playing in Israel. Uh, Quite although, possibly, I, I did. I read although their lead video. singer, uh, their lead singer Adam Amber is Jewish, so that's probably like a lot of Jewish American artists don't join the cultural boycott of Israel because they they will catch a lot more heat on oh, their yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. That mean? So There's they evidence. they are in a, in a very awkward position as well. If they wanted to uh, boycott Israel, which I'm not going to lie to you, they probably a lot of them don't.
1: Yeah, I they definitely don't. Um, I know uh, Seth Rogan, the 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 actor, came out there like in the last month or two, saying that like it's only recently that he's learned about like the the horrific fucking war crimes that Israel has committed against Palestine. He said, oh, like, my God, only recently. Yeah, like my my, my Hollywood doppelganger, um. <laughs> he he fucking um yeah he said that like when he was in school it was all very very kind of pro Israel super and especially course, as, yeah, as, as, sure. as, as well, a Jewish American. Americans
0: don't even learn their own thing oh, sorry as a Jewish American what did you say
1: as a as a Jewish American like he was taught that kind of it, it was the the promised land and, like he just assumed that it had he had always been there like he didn't know that like yeah it was it was given to them like and there was other people there you know yeah. that kind of shit he said he's he only learned that in the last will so he's well not not kind of. Um, violently anti Israelis, like uh, we we need to teach people that this is, um, well, fair th- 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 there's, a, there's a whole different side to this here. Like, this is fucking crazy. Like, people do not understand yeah. what's going on over there, they really don't, you know.
0: The song that I picked, uh, I Want It All, strangely, was adopted a few years after they played as an anti apartheid song. Really, very strange. Some of the other artists who played Sun City Resort during apartheid were. So this is mad. The Beach Boys, Linda Ronstadt, Lois Mellie, Frank Sinatra, Status Quo, uh, and a couple of others that we'll get to. Um, they were put on the United Nations blacklists, along with <laughs> the Irish artists, which I found today, mm. that were on it. Joe Dolan, <laughs> Foster and well, wow. Phil Coulter. Wow. Bono and the members of YouTube, not only, to be fair to them, observed and joined, uh, observed the boycott, they appeared on the track Sun City, which is a yeah. diss track against the offending artists who played in South Africa during the apartheid. Now, Sun City, we ain't going to play Sun City. Little banger, to be honest. It is I like a little it. banger. It's too long, but it's um, a little, little It's seven minutes long. It's like, think about all it. the people who have to, everyone has it. So, so I'll get onto the, on the list of the people who are Do on, the list um, there. I have it open uh, with um so the song was composed by steve van zandt of bruce springsteen and the east street band fame and he's also silvio on the sopranos yeah. you'd know the guy and um, the track took aim at artists that had not culturally observed or observed the cultural boycott and featured a much better list uh, than the artists that played in yes. sun city so so this is not only on the right side of history for me i'd also prefer to a listen to these and be a part of this super group yep. so dj cool hair grandmaster flash bob dylan pop benatar herbie hancock ringo star lou reed run dmc peter gabriel bob Geldof, of course eddie kendricks of the temptations he wasn't tempted to play sun city well. Darlene love bobby womack bruce springsteen miles davis africa bambada curtis blow the fat boys jackson brown daryl hannah Pe- peter wolf uh, bono obviously george clinton keith richards ronnie wood Bunny Rate, Hall Notes, Jimmy Cliff, Big Youth, Michael Monroe from Hanoi Rocks, Peter Gar from Midnight Oil, you'd expect that one. Uh, Gil Scott-Heron and Joey Ramone, as well as a huge list of absolutely incredible players that you St- could
1: from from Dead Boys and all played it was on that oh, song. Yeah, of, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Was, right? Gil Scott-Heron. Like yeah. <sniffs> Gil Scott-Heron, Gil Scott-Heron ha- had gigs booked in uh tel aviv uh, that he then cancelled not too long ago so i'm trying to find people that went against these and then played yeah. uh israel in the last say 10 years and i don't think there's joey
1: time. ramon definitely did
0: yeah probably yeah he, springsteen and well. the springsteen and the e street band actually didn't play south africa till 2014 that's uh, miles yeah. miles later and yeah. um, paul simon was in hot water in 1985 because he had the record graceland mm. using african musicians that's Right on sessions in johannesburg and he, in new york in new york as well so he um he didn't join the song even though he was invited because he knew he had that album yeah You <laughs> knew he had that album coming out mm-hmm. and he he said to be fair this show's about african culture i i find it weird that he was in hot water but i, I kind of get it as well um I, I remembered i passed the picket when i was 18 not really knowing what was happening yeah. and this was about this was what happened right i was working in golden discs and every time i would tr- I, my break was always later than everybody else so i'd get over to roaches across the road and their wings their their ribs mm. world famous ribs would be sold out so i remember one time there was loads of people outside going don't go into roaches and i was i was too young 18 i think i was mm. not really understanding why they were doing this and they weren't really explaining it to me and i didn't really ask and i wanted the ribs <laughs> So I went, if there's no one going in there, the chances of ribs being the, the, their ribs being in there are mm. high now. So I went in there and some guys went, <laughs> that's all I remember. And then I went back in, they hadn't got the ribs, came out. And I, I told like the guys I was working with, like, are you scab? And I was like, what? <sighs> they're like, you scab? You went with it, the routers like, what's this? They're like, they're not getting paid properly. And I went, oh, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I thought they were oh, just pissed off. By how who shite, I thought they were pissed off by who shite rouches is. Yeah. I remember like,
1: Rogers used to have a great toilet <laughs> a great public toilet on like the second floor I was like the only one I knew if you are in town when you were bursting for a slash you could run in there and have it and it turned out that the guards used to used to be in there all the time because there was lads railing each other in, in there all the time it was like a mad cruising spot
0: is that why it was like you you frequented it
1: no I found out afterwards I still would have went like whatever Disappointing. yeah just get hit on feel good you know feel good for the day <laughs> exactly someone wants me especially at that age um, apparently Motley Crue were in the video for uh, Sunset.
0: Yeah, Motley Crue played like the, the they did a live gig afterwards. Yeah. with loads of, loads of people. Motley Crue were part of that as well. Because so, uh, as soon as Hannah Rocks are part of it, you know they'll be part of it as well.
1: I'm, I've been listening to loads of Motley Crue after watching that Pam and Tommy.
0: Motley Crue, right? Great. great band. Uh,
1: yeah, it's loads of great stuff. I don't even even that uh, that that fucking whatever Generation Swine album. I was listening to that the other day. I mean, it's terrible, but there's alright all right stuff in it.
0: Yeah, it's grand.
1: It sounds quite good,
0: actually. Pam and Tommy was alright as well. It it was.
1: The last. I I think there there should have been one more episode. I felt like they squeezed too much for that last episode. I
0: I think there should have been one talk two less episodes overall, though.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I just feel like. <laughs> so that, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, they definitely. They did, yeah.
0: You're right. They did. They did quite a, cold, a lot in that cold, last one. Cold cocktail you at the end, like yeah, all of end. Over. I, 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 Wrap wrap it up. But, yeah, and
1: then they loads of bleeding text for you to read at the end, which I don't mind. You know, a little wrap up, but like they could have done some of
0: that in <laughs> yeah, the show. You know, it's
1: weird. Yeah, and they could have shown well, look, pictures of what they look like.
0: That was Queen. Um, queen. You like the you like the pictures at the end where they show what they look like in real life. You know what they look like. I love all that. I love you know all that. know what they
1: shit. look like, yeah. No, but I anyway. want to see what Rand and all looks like. You know. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair. Um, Seth Rogen. We just mentioned him. So um, that's a uh, Queen playing Sun City, as, long as, as well as a host of <laughs> others, and, and the artist that didn't mm. and sang about not doing it. Who's your next boycott <clears throat> breaker? My next boycott is kind breaker. of
1: kind of kind of a reverse a reverse a boycott. Um, in a way. Oh
0: yeah, no. Well, technically it is. Technically yeah. it is. I saw this. This was an interesting one. This is
1: very good. This is one of uh, one of the kind of all time weird fucking stories of of music. I I think, and it's, uh, it's something that one hundred percent they're going to make a Pam and Tommy TV show out of. They just have to. It sounds amazing. Um, it's wham, fucking wham. Uh, they went to China. Mm. So in order to kind of make sense of this, we need to. Uh, I need to give you like exactly one, two, three five lions on the Chinese um, cultural revolution. (laughs) Right? Right. So, 1966 China underwent uh, I can't even read on that word China underwent uh, cultural revolution and uh, basically they wanted to remove uh, as many vestiges of capitalism and old Chinese culture as possible. we just going to start fresh again. Um, meant that they kicked out or killed tons of fucking intellectuals, people that they deemed to be troublemakers. They either imprisoned them, locked them away, or they just disappeared, or they were given time to kind of leg it out. I'm
0: glad it's not like that now.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it lasts around and about 10 years, right? 10, 11 years until Mao dies okay and then there's this weird kind of internal struggle of who's going to take over from Mel and they're all kind of kicking the shit out of each other and there's a big kind of weird power play and it takes about around and about 9-10 years after this big mash up of fucking kind of Chinese old Chinese culture trying to Get one foot back up the ladder in replacement to this kind of, uh, the, uh, yeah. kind of Mel's, um Mel's system that he's put in place. And by 1985, China is starting to think like, what if we're a giant country? We make loads of stuff, and we could make even more. So why don't we <laughs> maybe open the door a tiny bit to the west? and let's see if we can't get a little bit of foreign investment going maybe some companies want to do some business with us all this kind of show and they don't know how to do it they haven't a clue now around and about this time wham who were were managed by a guy called Simon napier bell okay wham had kind of signed this deal with this manager and (laughs) then george michael had said to the manager listen i'm going to give you a year to make us like the biggest band on earth we want to play." Every country on earth. It's just that simple. And uh someone had made a joke about playing. Was he China, caught in the
0: roaches, Jacks? He might have been. I think it was roaches that he got stung in, wasn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, with a lot of ribs. Um breaking the breaking <laughs> the from <book. laughs>
0: passing the picket like a scab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um
1: so Simon Navier Bell, who's their manager, he's like, here's hears this joke about uh, China and he's like, Shut about China, like no one's ever gonna play China and George Michael's like, You've got a year to get us into China.
0: Yeah. And they're like... George Michael was an incredibly intelligent guy. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, Really, he, just... He had it s- sewn the, up. The business, the business side of things, yeah. Also, apart from being, like, an unreal songwriter, but he really had the business side yeah, of things sewn up. Yeah, So that's that's him going, yeah. Get us so, in there.
1: So, um, Simon Napier-Bell gets on to a mate of his and says, like, listen, do me a favour, will you? You have to, like, figure out how I can how I can... Uh, I think it may have walked in like the foreign... There's a, there's a couple of instances of people talking to the, the English foreign affairs departments and stuff like that and just kind of reaching out through government mm. kind of strands to, to get a little bit of... Uh, get get, that, get the hooks in. So, he, he starts asking around and it turns out that uh, Queen's manager is he interested in sending Queen to China as well because Freddie Mercury, as, as you just talked about, Freddie Mercury had this thing he wanted to play every country on earth, he wanted to play rock and roll in every country on earth, didn't give a shit about politics um, didn't even listen to politics. So like I don't care what's happening. I want to play didn't, every country. do not care that they
0: only have like three good songs. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and so Simon Napier Bell says, "Oh, Queen are interested." Okay, so what he done was he put together this, uh, put together this little kind of fact book, and he took like he got the, like the most extravagant pictures of Queen with Freddie Mercury with make and wearing dresses or whatever for videos all this kind of shit. For and, China? Yeah and sent it to China saying like you really can't pick these guys like look at them and like apparently he had like this whole article written about how Queen is um is just code for homosexuals you know all this kind of shit. So he oh, yeah. sent it off and um, China were like oh no we're not having that absolutely not, no fucking way no, it's not. It's not going. Not going to be a thing. <laughs> so how how he done it in the end, right? Was that sabotaged him? Oh yeah, hundred percent. He just chopped the legs out when they he came in. So he's thinking in his head. He said, like, "Well, Wham are a very non-offensive kind of pop group. Maybe that's. Maybe that'll do the job. You know." So what he does is he gets his tape. He makes his tape, and on one side of the tape, it's a it's a couple of Wham songs that have been kind of edited a little bit, chopped up a tiny bit. Yeah. And then on the other side of the tape, you hear this like, famous Chinese singer to cover Wham songs and sing them in Chinese, that's, that's but that's with different good. lyrics, right? right? So all the lyrics are being changed to like fucking uh, um, men and women are f- fighting for the cause in the workshops. We will we will work our way to heaven or whatever, right? All this kind of shit. So and that gets sent to the Chinese government. The Chinese government... Pretty much like, the
0: same as Wham, to be fair. Pretty much. So Except instead of like social issues, there was like drinks by the the pool. yeah Same exactly
1: thing. so this yes, your man simon bell sends this off with the chinese government they're like this is great this will do the job right so they book they now book, you're talking yeah so they booked them on this like a, a load of gigs they they, rec- they made a documentary but they followed Wam around to china doing all these gigs and, and, and,
0: and finally like, like, two straight boys we can put on the thing
1: <laughs> finally and, they uh, it took fucking 18 months of back and forward because the way the Chinese do business isn't isn't uh, straightforward. You have to meet people, have dinner with them, and, you know, they'll talk business, little shit oh, over, yeah, yeah, yeah. exchanging gifts, and it's all very, very, uh, it's a, a, a weird kind of cultural. I like that difference.
0: aspect of the culture, yeah. so I the way, it's kind, of, it's kind of interesting. They'll um, talk business straight off the bat.
1: Exactly. So what happened was they sold... Uh, uh, tickets to 12,000 people for one of these gigs and the tickets were the equivalent of about a seventy-five, one $1.75 and everybody who bought a ticket was given a copy of this tape that had wham on one side of it and the Chinese covers on the other
0: I want one of them tapes I know yeah I'd
1: gosh. love one. that means there's 12,000 of those tapes floating around somewhere
0: that's a lot
1: though isn't it that's a lot of tapes yeah and 96 television crews showed up um, because this is like super um, this is a big deal Like from all over the world they showed up Um and apparently, like, dancing wasn't allowed. Like, the Chinese police were there. And if they saw people dancing, they'd, like, pull them out and arrest them. Because, like, dancing was seen as, like, gay. Uh, well, no, it was just bad. It just, it, but everything
0: in China was, like, at that stage, it was like, do well, you know what? Like, open homosexuality is probably such a mental concept to them that they probably didn't yeah. think they had to worry, worry about it. They probably thought it was, yeah, well, they exactly, didn't need to worry it's about so alien. You know what I mean? For, for their standards.
1: Um, George Michael's running around getting people to clap and people have never clapped before. He said they don't know how to clap. They're just slapping their hands together. And he thought like, he's looking at them and he's clapping his hands. Do
0: they know how to clap to Wham sung Exactly.
1: So apparently he's looking at them and he thinks that every time he claps his hands that they think he's telling them to clap their hands. So they start like following his instructions, like they think they're involved. So like every time he claps his hands just along with the music, they're like clap, 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 and he's like, yeah, that's great. So they're like, oh, he likes it. So they start clapping again, and then eventually, after like five or six songs, they kind of get into it, and then they start kind of bopping and boogieing because they see him dancing on stage, and the uh, cops start pulling them out. Now, George Michaels went on record and he said, like, the most nervous I've ever been before a gig. He said, like, I don't get nervous before gigs. It's just second age to me. He said, that was the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life. 12,000 people, every just sitting there looking like like statues because they don't know what to do. They've never seen a Western gig before. Never. Um, I think 10 years, it was about 10 years before another gig happened. I think it was Rock Set was the next gig, 10 years later. That's how long mm. it took for them to kind of, they kind of they opened they opened up the gates a little bit and let started letting kind of western culture permeate into this kind of new version of chinese kind of um yeah. kind of modern china that was happening at the time because they were bringing in so many american companies and european companies that were opening businesses and having stuff manufactured there and stuff like it just it, it, it was seeping in anyway so i think yeah. they thought well let's kind of control it we'll bring the right groups in we'll make sure it's all organized and um, clean and it's uh, it's not going to disrupt kind of the working and week and all this kind of shit. So uh, yeah, as I said, kind of a reverse. China blocked out everything for like almost twenty years. They were not having mm. any of it, and it took a wham.
0: A self cultural boycott of yeah. Western Western influence. Exactly,
1: it took a wham to break the walls down. Wham, imagine, wham. Anyway, that was wham. Uh, mm. I don't even know what song I picked. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> uh, I can I even see it Club Tropicana Why not Why
0: not
1: Just why uh, not Who is your next one
0: My next one is Elton John Who mm. is South Africa And Israel Ooh, Not a fuck given By Elton John um, Despite requests From the BDS movement Other artists And some of his fans The money in South Africa Was too good And the money in Israel Too good Loves the money, loves performing under the guise of <clears throat> I'm not political. This is just what I do. I'll go everywhere. And go. yeah, that's grand. Look, whatever. 10 years later, actually, after this, he played Sun City again, and he moaned about being swarmed by insects, and he was getting all pissy and ratty. It's like, yeah, he, he, after giving it the big one, goes, South Africa's unreal. Absolutely unreal. love playing there. I'm going to play there all the time. it's for you. So something weird happened. Um. This was about Israel in two thousand and ten, I think. Mm. Um, the Elton John's concert director said that uh, he just came out randomly. Uh, Sully Weiss, I think it is, or something like that. Weiss, I don't know if it's male or female or, or mm. indifferent to it, but um. I'm going to call them weiss from now on because i can't i don't understand their first name Um, they they came out and said artists are refusing to sign a declaration of loyalty to israel as a condition for coming to israel well and the interior minister for israel was like what what you talk about we never we never had anything like that at all we never said anything like that at all and uh that's wacky and crazy and a blatant lie mm. but it's mad trying to find anything on israel uh, gigs and boycotts now the amount of like extremely pro-israel websites that are just slamming the bds movement You're your credit mm. we're not used to seeing that so much but if you're checking online for research and stuff like that they have the google results sewn up for all these things mm. do you know what i mean so most of them were, were statements from the, the 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 minister or the the interior minister saying we never anything like that we would never ask someone all we say is, we want you to say that you've never done anything bad against Israel, and you never would. Like, that's a weird that's, way to put it. Yeah.
2: That's
0: weird to put it, but that's much, not much in really. Yeah. So what does Elton John have to say himself? Because they love having these, right? He played Tel Aviv in 2010, while other artists were cancelling at that time, like mm. the Pixies and Elvis Costello. Elton John went downstage and took a swipe at them. He said, we do not cherry-pick our conscious our Consciences, and um, before he launched into Crocodile Rock, uh, he said, After the gig, I was approached by different groups and political bodies who asked me not to come here. I refused, I do what I think, and I have many friends who support Israel. So, Elton John himself recently called a boycott for Dolce and Gabbana a scene because, that, yeah, of, because of their shy comments denouncing gay couples adopting. Which, mm. what I agree with him. Does sort of feel like he's cherry picking his kind of. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he so, is. Look, it is what it is. I think that's a classic example of you're interested in things that affect you. Yes. And you may or may not be interested in things that don't. So, 100%. So yeah, Elton John is a habitual boycott breaker, doesn't give a fuck, will come out and say, I don't give a fuck. So yeah. Mm. Uh, he also came out and said, I know you think I'm the gay little piano man, but I'll batter all yous and kill all your
2: people.
0: <laughs> uh, he said, I know you see me sitting there tinkling on the ivories, but I will literally cut you from gullet to toenail. Hmm. And I won't even think twice about it, and I'll, I'll murder your whole family.
1: Did he say that? No. I didn't think so. I reckon he could, though. I'd say Elton John's a little goer.
0: Yeah, I'd reckon he'd bat you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say he's, he's yeah. a
1: fucking madman.
0: Yeah. Gets very angry. He gets very very angry. Mm. So look, that was Elton John. Who's your next one? <laughs> My
1: next one is the Manic Street Preachers. Um,
0: I mean, this is another mad one because they, yeah, this is a cool one, I think.
1: Yeah, this isn't. This is a again kind of yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I
0: looked at I looked at where they played and I went, Do I disagree with this? No, maybe no. I don't know. <sighs> I, don't I don't know.
2: I
1: don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, uh, I don't know. This the whole. USA Cuba thing is I don't know man it's very like all of them it's complicated and it's it's bigger than me and I don't know I don't know once one side once one side you're like, like America don't like them they have to be all right you know what I mean like the kind of little rebel, rebel streak in you it's kinda of like that you know um, Lots of they're on <laughs> fucking America's doorstep. They have a completely different um, ideology. I mean, like of course they're not going to get along. And uh, yeah, of course. Like I don't know. I don't, it's weird. Um, the the Ministry Preachers as well. Yeah, like, the Ministry Preachers tried for years to break America, right? Like every other band, and it didn't work. Should
0: have written better songs.
1: Uh, I think they they have a load of really good songs, but they're spread out too wide. Know. A they just they just you know, annoy me for some reason. Yeah, yeah they just—I think the they albums I, are very different. Yeah, they're all very different. I think they've one perfect album and they've a bunch of uh, albums that are good and a couple that are dreadful. Um, I think I think Howling Bible by Manic Street Preachers, possibly one of the best albums I've ever made. It's up there. It's 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 fucking incredible. Uh, but anyway, so they tried to break the states a bunch of times, like every other fucking band. Um. In the history of the world it's just that's where the money is that's where the fans are that's where the deals are all this kind of shit and it never really worked and I think they were a little bit bitter about it and they decided that um uh, Nicky Woyer gave an interview saying that like like Cuba is like a, a shining beacon on earth that like the whole world has not been Americanized yet um and we always wanted to play Cuba now Cuba is very anti rock and roll and pop music very.
0: Right, I figured.
1: Yeah. Right. It's just not for them. Um,
0: there, would a lot would of people, be... there would have been a lot of people thinking that Man shouldn't be playing there. Right? <sighs> yeah, yeah, Surely, definitely. Even, now, even though it's not middle of Cold War or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like... I don't know. Man. It would have been,
0: definitely would have been. If there's, if there's actual like economic sanctions. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's still to this like, day. Like you can't buy economic cars sanctions. rolled yeah. under tires. Yeah, they they, they, very... un,
1: they undone a lot of sanctions a couple of years ago. This is pre pre all that shit. Yeah. And, um, and Fidel Castro, as much as, as much as he's, you know, was a, a kind of cool counterculture icon and um, stuff like that. Like there's, there's uh, talk to anybody who grew up. In in Cuba, I, I've read many interviews and listened to many interviews with people who grew up in Cuba, Cuba under Castro, and they fucking hated him. They fucking hated him. Mm. Um, he he was he was a pure dictator, you know, an absolute. I know,
0: people. I know. Like, yeah, I'd say hunger is uh, hunger is that kind of a uh, motivation to.
1: Yeah, not um, be
0: down with like the c- the coolness of uh, it's communism. A, there's a mate of mine, uh, a, a mate of mine not, not communism in theory, but communism the way it played out in yeah, exactly. almost, almost every country.
1: There's yes. a mate of mine, um, Adrian, he was in 20, volts, um, and uh, he's a couple of years older than me, but he says he remembers for Christmas every year they used to get oranges sent over from Cuba. Oh. Like like that was their Christmas present, an orange, a Cuban orange.
0: Like, Where was he from? Poland. Oh yeah yeah you were telling me this before. Yeah that's what like the while yeah, like good that orange here. is though.
1: Imagine how where the fuck do you get a, a a fucking orange from Cuba to Poland and not have it rotten? like how do I you do that?
0: Should last ages.
1: Back in the fucking like eighties and shit. I don't know man. Worth the oil. But but was they were taking a while. I had to take a
0: while. It only take a while when the Panama Canal was blocked.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Although I don't know if they they even go through there. Um, That's my joy. I that have was a no, That was, per- terrible that was terrible
1: wasn't it? In the eighties. Yeah. I think it was. I don't know.
0: Um, so they played the gig, did they? they played the yeah, gig? so
1: they had a mate of theirs who was a um was a politician and they got in contact with him and they reached out again via the Foreign Office and got in contact with Cuba and said, Listen, we've got this band, the Manic Street Preachers. They're a bit fucking a bit communist themselves, you know um very kinda of anti America, anti anti everything, because um, 'cause they're Welsh. And they'd love to play Cuba. And Cubans hemmed and hard about it for fucking ages. Ages and ages. And then they said, Do you know what? This might be a nice little fuck you to uh to the rest of the world because um the economical uh, economic embargo against Cuba has been going on for fucking so long that, yeah. Like no one was allowed to play Cuba to be to begin with. No one, like people, weren't even really allowed to visit there. They had to get special state sponsorship for special reasons to go to Cuba and vice versa. And uh, they figured it out they'd done it, so they they played in this hall um called the Karl Marx Theater. And uh, it was attended by jeez how many people went five thousand people. Uh, the tickets cost twenty cent. And Fidel Castro himself actually went. Which is mad. Now apparently, yeah, Jesus. he went. Now apparently, in order to play the gig, the band had to sit down with Fidel. Like Fidel was like, "I want to, I want to meet these, meet these boys. I want to talk Check to them." Check them out. And just before they went on stage, like this isn't like a week like, yeah. a week earlier. So before they're due to go on stage, like the boys are backstage and Fidel Castro's sitting there. And, like, pretty much they Cuba had only really allowed kind of Cuban music and Cuban instruments to be used in Cuba, you know. Like, there was no rock and roll, no pop, nothing like that played on the radios. Exactly. All that fucking Buena Vista social social club stuff. um, The
0: Dexter team tune.
1: Yeah, exactly. All that monarchy was getting played. So uh, they sat down with Fidel, and Fidel was asking him about, you now, where they're from, what they do, blah, blah, blah. Before they went on stage, apparently there's a really good, cool quote where, um, I think Nicky turns around to Fidel and he says, oh, I'm sorry about, you know, how loud this is going to be, you know, rock and roll band's going to be very loud. And Fidel turned around and he said, is it as loud as war? And the boys just went, all right, that's fucking weird. And they ran out on stage. <laughs> and, uh, I mean,
0: what, what did they expect him to say? He has to say cool shit like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Cool um, badass movie quote thing.
1: Exactly, yeah. Um it's weird. Now,
0: apparently in the years... Is it as loud as a Welsh mine, He should have just kept it going. <laughs> kept it going. Kept one-upping him the whole time. Is it as loud as a, a Swansea tenor? No. No. A Swansea tenor. Now, apparently, Billy Joel... Tenor, not like a tenor.
1: <laughs> Billy Joel and um, Chris Christopherson had played Cuba on the slowy just Ooh. before this like they went over by themselves and done kind of solo gigs and you know, I was there a little like in,
0: in little moustaches of incognito yeah, in the back of a yeah. bar
1: exactly um, played it played it though exactly <laughs> Um but this is like the first kind of rock and roll gig to be held in fucking uh, like tw- 20, 25 years something like that in Cuba so um yeah there's a, again another fucking um, boycott breaker the Manic Street Preacher. Yeah, as I said mm-hmm. I I, th- I think they done it out of spite because America didn't really accept them. I really do. Like, I think if they were huge in America- They
0: don't seem that kind of band, but yeah, well, yeah, well, here's the thing. If they had it got, but yeah, huge in America, they wouldn't have done Cuba, because it would have it would have rubbed people the wrong way, but we could be wrong. I don't know. I just,
1: I just, have, I just have a feeling that, eh, uh, they were like, fuck America. Like, like, even that reason was like, Cuba is the last vestige of, uh, you know, proof that the world doesn't have to be Americanized. We're gonna go and play there, which is, I don't know, it's fucking weird. I don't know. Yeah. I just get the feeling that it's just a bit of a fuck you. Most Look, they're still a nice rock
0: one. band and it's still a wanky move. They're not delivering aid.
1: Exactly, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, they got paid. In, in oranges. So, so,
0: <laughs> they got, they so, which they sold to the Polish.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Anyway, that was the Manic Street Preachers. Uh, who is your next one?
0: My next one is back. Mm-hmm. and i'm not sure if this is a cultural boycott or not but it would be if this thing happened more often which it didn't because they played north korea mm. so i think it was they completely will always get away with it because everyone with went yeah i mean we haven't thought about boycotting it because mostly people aren't allowed to play there on their end and mostly people don't choose to play there yeah. on the other end why would you so but uh these are the first foreign band to play the quite fascist North Korea, and they are quite famous for having fascist aesthetics. Oh, okay. Because they are a Slovenian industrial neo-folk dark wave band. Oh,
1: suspect as fuck.
0: No, man, you just don't get it. It's just the aesthetics, Once man.
1: Once I hear fucking neo-folk and shit, I'm yeah, like, I
0: know, mm, I know. So you're Let's folk. start. Let's let's start off with the name of the band, uh Lieback. Is the name that the German German historical name for the Slovenian capital, Ljubljana, that the Germans gave it? So they, they, straight off the bat, you're a Slovenian band and you're calling yourself that. Although, I don't know if it's not quite the same, but it's like the Dublin band call themselves the Pale. Not really. Not really. It's like that, but way bigger and way more of a big deal um they are famous for using iconography with elements from totalitarianism nationalism oh. and militarism <sighs> mm. one of the biggest influences to be honest on rammstein and how rammstein sound really rammstein sa- oh god you listen to any lowback song you're like oh so that's uh so these guys sing in german a lot of times sometimes they'll sing in slovenian sometimes they'll sing in english but they yeah the huge amount of how rammstein sound they, oh, they got okay. it from these guys they started in the 80s um this is take this is an interesting take on it instead of trying to reward it like <laughs> i'm just going to read what uh the website the conversation had a very hard hitting piece that sums up a lot how a lot of time how we feel about this hmm. they said extreme noise sirens horns smoke bombs orally assaulted the audience accompanied by film footage of german atrocities nazi mass rallies and the partisan resistance and socialist propaganda the band's performances effectively restaged the relationship between the individual and total the totalitarian regime but they provided no explanation for this contradictory image leaving the audience members to interpret it for themselves yeah isn't that that's the bit that gets me yeah. i don't need i don't need me hand held with everything but without context a cynic like me would be left thinking they have boners for hitler
1: oh listen and you know why because they do because all them fucking bands do they hide behind the whole concept of like, like you just said like we're just putting it out there man it's up to you to decide how you how you take it and use it well no like you're the source I, for this you know i'm sure
0: their supporters see them visit visit north korea as more of an ambiguous hilarious cage rattling thing I i'd say, say their i'd say their fans like to think that they're on the good side of an in-joke that us normies don't get
1: imagine the money you would have to spend right just just think of it from like a purely kind of fiscal point of view the money it would take to get like visas and flights and all sorts of shit to go and play in a country that's so oppressed that I don't think you can even own a fucking guitar. They probably never even heard fucking music before. Do you know what I mean? No. And if they did, it was that national fucking anthem. You know? Or a song that... Speaking
0: of national anthems, Bach yeah. did an album of national, other countries' national anthems, including, mm. on the same album, England and uh, Germany and Israel, which is fucking weird. Mm. So the song I picked is called Israel, which is has despite the fact that they've got like uh german uh aesthetics from yeah. the 40s let's say uh they, they sing the the israel national anthem sort of like one of the songs i think it's adapted a folk song or like that as long as deep in the heart the jewish soul still yearns and forward to the east to zion and i still looks our hope will not be lost the hope of 2000 years to be free nation in our own homeland the land of zion and jerusalem so they're singing that as well i they're just the ultimate edge lords they're the prime movers of the edge lords musical edge lords just uh, that dressing up crack like like it's the equivalent of dressing up as like jimmy savile with an ian Watkins haircut and like gary gary glitter's jumpsuit and then giving people no clue as to what you're trying to actually say and just go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what do you think uh, it is (laughs) <laughs> well,
1: how about I just take the skin of it right I just take it at like surface level and I see that you're absolute fucking guns that shouldn't be given a platform how but about like, that
0: what I don't get is I'm not tick you're not tick well, we're waiting for the punchline I and it's even, never going to come but, because it's up to not, us, up to, us
1: to create the punchline ourselves that's what they want that's but the pain of it
0: need, we don't need them to even exist for that the, or the punchline to already be in our heads
1: exactly we know it's bogey we know. why, would, it's you bogey. To, so you why would you have to remind us like, do you remember bogey you stuff like it. here's loads of bogey stuff in musical form
0: you What's know mean? You? Like, like some lads that we know if you're going to dress up in women's clothes just say yeah I like doing it Not, you're not making a joke about it how you how just like doing to? that just that's do what it what you like to do just do it but I'll have fucking don't pretend some sort of weird edgy joke in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we have great. It's, it's, oh, Look, it's silly. Uh,
1: North Korea. And like, if anyone went, they were probably all government spies. You know what I mean?
0: But that's the thing. Like they they made a documentary about this. I might watch it um, uh, if ever it's called liberation day it's, it was out in 2006 if ever i feel like i, I want to watch a mediocre band play to a forced crowd yeah which is what it was what it would have been in, in pyongyang this is a, this i'd a imagine country, a lot country. of people just turn, a lot of people turn up and then having to listen did you know what the album that they did that they played in this was mm. covers of stuff like the sound of music get the song the sound of music actually do you know what i listened to their version of the today and i was like that's not even that bad yeah well i'm sure well, then, it gets, then, it gets, then it gets really bad then it I'm gets really bad sure And the cover the, the cover is the late singer with a lot of little uh children around them in north korean military uniforms so clearly mm. they're trying to but you know what it is they want to be controversial but they don't have the wherewithal to make a good joke yeah so they just throw enough muck at the wall to people go oh you don't get up like no nah, man you didn't make the joke you didn't, or you didn't even yeah. make the concept. You didn't make the concept at all. It's like watching Stuart Lee if he was having a stroke. He'd be coming out with all this mad shit, but it wouldn't tie up together in the brilliant ways that he does it. He'd just yeah. leave it there. And Liebacker are, are that band, and and ropey cunts like them, and they allow ropey cunts to like them, and they don't call the ropey cunts out. So that's the bit I don't get either. Because yeah. they might be a bit ropey.
1: Of course the fucking Ropey.
0: I look more into this low back band now because I remember listening a few years ago and going, no, it's not for me. Um, who's your next one? <laughs> um,
1: uh, who is my next one? My next one is Lionel Richie. I forgot to turn the page in my book. Lionel Richie. This is a weird right. one as well. This is a. Th- this one is a 100% money-orientated, right? This is nothing to do with, with anything. I, I know what it is. Because um, it has to be alright so uh, Lionel Richie played Libya in 2006 ok Right. Yeah. now right. the USA had massive sanctions against Libya up until around 2003-2004 that's um,
0: right
1: yeah. it was only when uh, Libya formally re- rejected all forms of weapons of mass destruction and got rid of all kind of programs and shit like that that the Yanks were like ok we'll release this uh, relax this death grip on the country we'll still, we'll still keep an eye on you and there'll be a few sanctions but um, you'll be allowed to kind of go about your business. But bear in mind, Big Brother is watching. Um, And this all stemmed from Ron- Ronald Reagan. He accused Libya of uh, bombing, uh, I think it was a nightclub in Berlin in 1986, and uh, killed one or two American soldiers who were stationed there. And yeah. uh, the intel pointed towards Libyans being involved in the bombing. So what did Ronald Reagan do? Ronald Reagan's bombed the fuck out of Gaddafi's house. And killed a bunch of people, including Gaddafi's adopted daughter. Right. And uh, that kind of after this,
0: after, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna kill him, kill him. Don't do that. Yeah. That's they thought they were
1: going. They thought they were getting him. I think. And um, yeah, of course, they just course. killed. I think like twelve or 13 other people, something like that, including his 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 daughter. And um his daughter, his daughter's name was Hannah. And. They missed out on Gaddafi because I I always assume I just I just have to assume that like if you're gonna bomb a president or 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 their fucking some sort of minister like uh, prime minister's mm. house they're probably not there. I just always you know, assume. they
0: they, uh, they launched those bombs from England.
1: Did they? There you go.
0: Yep. Fucking Jesus Christ. That might lead on to other points you have about this guy. Um,
1: yeah, a little bit. Um, so in 2006. Lionel Richie was contacted by Libya right and Libya were like trying I, I'd been spent fucking ages trying to figure out how to readjust their um, kind of uh, outward face for the rest of the world and it turns out that Lionel Richie's fucking huge in like the Middle East and North Africa it's just huge for some reason it's just the biggest name in music over there so like they were like let's get uh, bear a bear in mind this is 2006 right no one gives a fuck about Lionel Richie, like not really. The Western world, like you come and play a gig and people are go, but no one get no one's giving a fuck about anything Lionel Richie has released since fucking probably yeah. Like, that, that's
0: what happened to a lot of Sun City. A lot of these people were struggling. Yeah, time.
1: like it. it's just wasn't it wasn't a fucking thing. So he gets a point to play. He gets a void to play in Libya. He gets over there and it turns out it's a. It's this thing called Hannah Peace Day. And the gig is essentially in the bombed out house. And it's like that, his, that, his that, the, that oh. the Yanks blew up, right? Like they just banged the stage in front of this bombed out house that they turned into like a national kind of uh, mausoleum. Like, a, like you can walk up to see the house that Hannah died in, you know, in, in Libya. And they just banged, banged the fucking stage in front of it. And off goes um, Lionel Richie. And apparently like they had all these kids. They had kids dressed as angels standing in the rubble like with microphones. This is getting very Kanye West. Yeah, isn't it? And they've all got candles and shit. And they're singing songs in between his songs. like They're singing We Are The World and shit like that. And uh, Lionel Richie keeps, keeps like talking down the microphone about, you know, wow, Hannah would have loved this. This would have been right up Hannah's street. And uh, apparently, there was the, it was only like Libyan diplomats and military officers that were at it as well. Like it wasn't really a public thing. Um, it, was actually, it was forty people who died in that bombing. Forty people, sorry. Uh, so I don't know whether like he wanted to do it, um, like because apparently, like while he was playing. There was just kids like all these military people and, and diplomats had brought their kids and the kids were like riding camels around the stage and shit while he was singing the songs, like
0: all I'd, through... I'd pay to see that. Is it there is there any? We hope it's not. I anyway, think I don't. It...
1: I mean it's two thousand six. I'm sure there's footage of it. Um, like it was a proper proper uh, um, kind of production and they had these uh, they had these big giant spotlights pointing up into the sky and sirens playing and shit to make it sound like, like the it's Americans it's were coming these... to bomb them again.
0: There'd still be so many people that would be so anti Libya, even then.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um Yeah, they, they um spotlights like in the sky and sirens, like air raid sirens, were running all through the gig and shit, and poor Lionel Richie is up there going, Oh Hannah would have loved this. Don't fucking kill me. Hannah would've, would've really yeah. love to be here. Jesus Christ, don't shoot me. There's a fucking camel over there. Like so I this I don't surreal. know. Yeah, I don't know whether Lionel Richie was like, oh, it's time, it's time to you know, mend some bridges between the US and Libya. Or whether like, his book and agent said, like, these cunts are going to give you two million, man, to just play in someone's garden. And he said, oh, in a garden yeah. gig. That sounds great. Like a private Gaddafi,
0: gig. Gaddafi loved uh, loved his music, though.
1: Apparently so. I, now, here's what's weird about it. I can't find any reference to Gaddafi being at this gig. Hmm. Now, he, he, he might have been oh, maybe he wasn't. Maybe, dressed unless up he or thought,
0: something. Do you know what? This this would have been one of those Zoolander moments where they could get uh Lionel Richie to have Semtex strapped to his his body to take out Gaddafi mid gig.
1: Now one of Gaddafi's kids was there. I was giving a speech, um, was giving a speech talking about like you know on, on this day, fucking whatever, thirty years ago. I remember the, the 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 noises and the fucking the explosions and we you know we lost our butler. You're and my bringing sister. the
0: mood down. Yeah, playing a camel the ceiling.
1: Get a shot of a camel. You sap. Like, there was a lot of shit. It just sounds absolutely fucking wild. This whole say hello. <laughs> like, I'd say exactly. I'd say that he was just paid a fortune and he gets there and it's just a fucking shit show. Like, they're using, like, what they consider to be the biggest American singer in the world against America to show America that they're no longer a threat and you should come and do some business in fucking Libya now after you bomb bombed the life elvis. And then Hillary Clinton goes and gets... Fucking Gaddafi stabbed up the hole, like, um, yeah. and I and do you know what? I don't know fucking jack shit about Libya because I remember around the time all this was happening, there was people going mad they were like, you know, like, uh you know, in Libya, well, yeah, everything's free. The Lockerbie bombing,
0: yeah, the Lockerbie bombing, like uh, killing like nearly three hundred people. That 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 they took uh, responsibility for yeah. was was what like would turn a lot of people off libya absolutely yeah, our, our, ireland's relationship with libya is a bit more complicated mm. <laughs> because we didn't stop importing certain things from libya of course we like didn't <coughs> the certain uh, plastic explosives that we were
1: listen we in world war ii we were having the best of crack with the nazis no one talks about that we were having st- the, the fucking ira and the nazis were fucking bestos for the first couple of years of that war. They were fucking loving it. No, they we,
0: weren't. We no, were getting
1: we were no, getting guns weren't. off them. We were allowed them to fucking refuel. The Cunts were landing and bleak Galway and submarines and shit. We had radio still, stations dedicated to them. They
0: still bombed your gaff.
1: They did bomb my gaff. and they actually put up a statue um, in fairview of uh, 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 an IRA hero who was buying fucking guns off the Nazis like a madman in World War II. And every couple of months a lot of like Antifa gang come along and saw his head off and uh, I've throw paint <laughs> on it and shit <laughs> but
0: yeah they like bombed they bombed history. North Strand all along my road destroyed just just to let people know we like talk about music we're not historians so if we've butchered so many facts right 100% here, now, butchered loads go, of it go, go listen to a history book <laughs> how about that or put a fucking comment on the thing oh that's wrong Man, don't, but don't
1: be cunty about it like we're only we're talking about you the music be cunty, you. don't be cunty no don't I, I don't have the patience for cunt anymore I'm too old now I'm grumpy I'm like an old Jack Russell you said the other day you were
0: looking
1: for a fight over that ghost album. Look for, I was, but I
0: was trying to pick a fight with some sap, and uh, your man,
1: backed down. He backed down. He he he, um, he was talking about that twenty song, and he talked. He, he said, "Oh, it, they're just trying to copy uh, Metallica loud or something." I said, "Not nah. something like that." And I said, "No, they're trying to copy fucking Antichrist superstar by Marilyn Manson in the twenties. Are you fucking for real." And he went, "Oh, yeah, you're right." And then he shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, but I know. I, I I like everyone flexes on the internet every now and then. You it can't. is ultimately. Completely pointless. It is, is absolutely redundant
1: to post anything yeah. good, bad, or indifferent on the internet. You are wasting. No, like time. Get, getting into an argument is Oh yeah, but that's we, just. We, we, might, we
0: might talk. We might talk about the ghost and the extended version for the Patreon people. For the crack, um yeah.
1: That so. is it. Anyway, that is a Lionel Richie, and that's the end of all mine because I had such a terrible week. I only done four, but I know Sorry. you've got one or two more. Yeah, you, I'll got, just you, back, can, I'll you can you can bank trail. I've
0: picked the Australian Pink Floyd Money. It's clever title Are the Australian
1: it. Pink Floyd just a cover band?
0: Yeah. Okay, so I thought I was going to like, like a clever but name they're, But they're no, but they're a cover band who sell VIP meet and greet tickets. Now, that to me is the stupidest thing. Yeah. The meet and greet a tri- a tri- for a tribute band. That's like what and, is it, and, merch, uh, and merch, selling merch for tribute bands. I don't like it.
1: What, what is it about uh, Australia and tribute bands? Because it's like an Australian Nirvana and everything.
0: Yeah, they do like doing it. I think it's maybe because you'll, you'll notice that a lot of countries are out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, where the bands don't actually go. Bands, yeah, it's, it's rock hard to get Nirvana in Australia nowadays anyway. Mm. Um, <coughs> so Roger Waters is a staunch, if not the most notable face of the Israeli cultural boycott yeah uh the australian pink floyd have played israel which actually passed waters boy and he was it was noted that when he complained about the uk pink floyd uk pink floyd tribute uh set, set up a gig to that she said right i didn't realize I, I i missed the australian pink floyd doing it as well stop you stop and you stop mm. so he said to the uk pink floyd you stop he said uh Stop those Tel Aviv gigs! Don't don't go ahead with them. Mm. He said singing m- singing my songs in Israel would be an act of unconscionable malice mm. and disrespect. And uh they backed down. They they said yeah, and, and they said we won't do them. Waters thanked them for their quick response and canceling the gigs. Mm. But they were still getting hammered on Facebook, so they deleted their Facebook ah. uh, due to bombardment. And then ten days later, they went fuck you. Really? we're playing those gigs and not only that we're gonna bring we're gonna play those dates in Israel and we're gonna bring an Israeli Pink Floyd tribute band with us Jesus Christ so they doubled hard down but there's a reason for what they did right they said our decision to accept the invitations to play in Israel were completely non-political we're not political. so so I'm clear so I'm fine and neither endorse citizens nor Criticizes anyone's political views in this situation. The the splinters up their hole from the fence Mm. on this one. Now, like like I I, I don't really care about, I don't slag bands for doing it. I don't. I really don't, Mm. don't care. They they went on and said, we deeply regret the upset caused by all this. It was far from our intention to store it all up in anger and hatred when the opposite was what we intended. We just want to play other people's songs. Yeah, uh, in hindsight, it was very naive to think that our motives would be not be misunderstood and misrepresented. They then said the profits from the gigs, the tour, will, be go, will go to the charity, UNICEF. Okay. Now, if you were donating your profits to charity after getting a telling off, are you not sort of Looking for absolution.
1: Absolutely, you're looking for the fucking the green flag to go.
0: So, so then you do think there's something sort of fucky with what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, it has to be. Otherwise, you'd stand by it and go, no.
1: Yeah, like, oh, like if yeah. you're if you're in a covers band, right, or a tribute band, whatever the fuck they are, I still to this day, i don't truly understand. I, I think trivia band that do the whole stage act and a covers band just play the songs, a, but whatever. A,
0: a co- no, a cover band. Is usually a band that covers more than one artist. Oh, a, okay, tribute, a, tribute, a tribute act, just so a one
1: act. One. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, so you're in this tribute act, the fucking Australian Pink Floyd show, whatever, right? And your fucking your gods that you've been emulating for a career are yeah. absolutely against playing in a particular part of the world. Like now, bear in mind that, that
0: that either I think Australian Pink Floyd either own or are leasing genuine. Stage setups from Pink Floyd's like, well wow. gigs. That's a lot so I think that I think that came into it as well. Mm. like Waters threatened to take someone up. I think I read something like That's that. Fucking um, weird
1: as fuck. That um, they rent. So what, gear. So, so,
0: so what? This band did. They went over and they didn't play any of the songs that Roger Waters had written. <sighs> okay. Step in the Israeli tribute band. Oh. Who up the came slack. in and played all those ones? They picked up
1: the and slack and played all those ones. Um. <sighs> I tell you a secret: I have never in my entire life listened to a Pink Floyd album. Have
0: you there?
1: no? No, never. Listened to the Goodbye. Dark Side of the Moon or Animals. I know I know a bit about them, um, and I do like loads of the songs that I have heard because I'm not fucking. I don't live in a cave. I've heard loads of Pink Floyd songs, but I have never in my entire life listened to an album, despite everybody telling me that. Uh, where I go every couple of months and sit on the side of a mountain uh, in front of uh, a barrel a for dark exactly, of dark Exactly, listen to the dark side of the moon. Like, am you wrong. <laughs> probably right. And uh, somewhere in my heart, the hearts I know that they're dead, right? And, but I think I'm just down out of spite now.
0: Yeah, you know no, I mean? that's fair. No, like, well, you're like me. If someone keeps rattling on to me about something, I'm never gonna. It, the, the mystique has been round for me. And all I ever think about is that person... Like I, I see a little like thing like in The Simpsons, a cloud forming someone's face going, "See that thought in your head that you liked this? Told you." Yeah, well,
1: like, that would I make fucking... me hate it. Even if it's not exactly. real, I'd be exactly. like, "Do you know what? I'm. Uh... Yeah. It's, it's like what I have done today. I went to the pennies and bought one of them Wu Tang hoodies, right? But I'm not gonna wear it. I'm not wearing it. Wear been... it till
0: t- wear it till the pennies Club is broken. The seal of the Penny's Club is broken off, and everyone's lost theirs or they. have Yeah, i just gonna
1: hold on to it for like six months to a year. It's still gonna be yeah. box fresh, brand new. And yep. uh, people won't that it won't be, be, be Penny's Club, yeah, because yeah.
0: you're in the Penny's Club once you wear it, from there exactly. on, on the first day. On the first
1: day, and it's killing me because I got a fucking Biggie T-shirt and a Run DMC T-shirt. I can't wear them either. I have to just st- stick them mm. in the back of the wardrobe for a year, pull them out in twenty twenty-three, and I'm brand well, new, good to go, man. Golden exactly. Goose. Like.
0: People have forgotten, and the other ones have died in the wash. Exactly. After one, after after one, one
1: wash, you throw them in the dryer yeah. once, and your we'll double XL turns into a medium, extra medium. Look, we'll,
0: we'll wrap up uh, Pink Floyd. On this yes. note, you've got one more. water's What, well, yeah, they wrap up, Pink Floyd. Waters has called upon artists to boycott Israel and even tried to convince Tom York to pull Radiohead gigs there. Mm. Uh, he failed to do so. And in an interview you can see on YouTube, he revealed that he finds Tom York to be. Do you reckon he goes hard or soft on him? I'd say he goes hard on him self-obsessed, narcissistic, drippy little prick. Drippy little
1: prick is a really good way of describing Very Tom good. York. Like, yeah. that makes perfect sense. As and the reason I so like angry, band, the reason,
0: like, Yeah, the, I love Radiohead, but, yeah, like, so, ra- Radiohead are another, Radiohead are another band, like, uh, a little bit like, Creocon in a way, who you mentioned before, mm. broke the, cu- the cultural boycott, the Irish band, broke yeah. the cultural boycott. Now, they're, reasoning was the man on the street doesn't need to be punished for what yep. their government does they um, went to
1: russia and got a lot of grief over it um they won't what, be going um, there now well they might absolutely not i think they might ha- even have a russian player in the band at the moment i'm not totally sure um but yeah they went to russia around the time all the fucking pussy riot stuff was kicking off um i think they played israel as well they, were, they, 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 well, were, they did they, were, they did play israel yeah they were making that's like a something. career out of going the fucking spots they weren't meant to go
0: yeah, well look, there's a lot of people that uh, Tom Tom York is the same. There's a lot of people that believe they don't necessarily disagree with boycotts. I think it's been proven that economic boycotts plus cultural ones do affect things, do work. But Tom York doesn't agree that cultural boycotts do anything. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. They just don't they say, I don't look, I like you wouldn't imagine Tom York being and radiohead head in total being very, very aware of social issues would know what's going on in Israel but I think that some people will still go right I don't think us cancelling gigs helps I think it's worse to do that That, that's maybe what I think what's
1: happening in Russia now is going to prove all that wrong I think uh, I think that the current state of Russia uh, essentially is going to be like living in a fucking scabby shed where you can't get jack shit
0: yeah, th- those sanctions are hefty. They and getting are brutal, heftier, and there's more and, and more coming every day. And, and the, the fact. Heftier and the f- heftier. Even the, 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 even the stuff with Chelsea Football Club it, Oh, yeah.
1: But well, the fact of the matter is, for the last good fucking 30 years, the, the, Russia has been so, so westernised. um, Like, so westernised. Like, it's still proudly fucking Russian. But they have no problem with. It. Yeah, but since 1990,
0: selling. they got McDonald's and had Billy Joel playing exactly. there. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly,
1: yeah. Metallica doing fucking one of the biggest gigs ever there. All this kind of there's yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. that has happened in Russia where you can now experience oh. Western stuff in an Eastern state. Now that's gone. That's just gone. You can't yeah. get Spotify. You can't get PlayStation. Can't buy fucking Lego.
0: You know what I mean? So <gasps> they didn't uh, hit their blocks, did they?
1: No Lego. No Lego.
0: Well, look, that was Australian Pink Floyd. And i'll do another person who did play russia and his next song mm. uh, is russians on the playlist uh i hope the russians love their children too topical it's sting <laughs> not the wrestler though although he although sting the wrestler performed in israel last year just he, he definitely now. did yeah uh the ex-police the band frontman. uh he he played israel um i don't think he's played there sorry he didn't no he didn't. Ex- he didn't play Israel. No. Okay. He hasn't played there since 2006. Okay. To be fair to him, he is, however, a little plump hero for the dodgy private gigs over the years, and he's played weddings of the daughters of Russian oligarchs. I don't know whether I find these ones less dodgy because they are not culturally impactful. Really, yeah. if they are private, they are private dodge, hires. dodge. Private hires, yeah, they're not. Uh, he's not playing to fifty thousand people. Normalizing. Uh, murder and occupation that's happening mm. down the road although you see he's, he's not setting out to normalise anything actually if he's just doing a private gig so I don't I, know how I feel about they're, they're, they're less dodgy in the sense that they're less culturally impactful
1: yeah yeah. I, I I might give private gigs a pass
0: I might give them a pass I don't know it depends like I, although
1: I, I shouldn't look, but I think I will
0: well, well he, he himself has said in the last few months after what's happened because he did a lot of gigs for a Russian uh, billionaires, he said. Oh, can I just
1: say that we, oligarchs and oligarchy are two of my favourite words ever. Great right word. To sounds say.
0: Like a, it sounds like It sounds like a. Russian oligarch sounds like something you read about in a, a medieval fantasy novel. Yeah. Like a big joint troll with a, with a with a.
1: I fucking love something. saying it. I don't really yeah. know what it means, but I keep saying it all the time, and I don't want to know what it means. But I have to say, honest to God, hand on heart, one of my favourite words to say, oligarch, oligarchy. Like it's one of those words that like I say when I'm going to sleep in my head. Yeah. Do you have words like that? Get like stuck in your head, it's going to loop. Oh in your head.
0: God. Like that's my life. Like just yeah, yeah just oligarchy is my one.
1: I just keep saying it. All the time. So so he was doing private gigs. Yeah, I think I'm gonna uh, give him a pass. Uh,
0: oligarchs are people who got a lot of money in the nineties. Due <laughs> to uh, like Russian privatization. I don't really know the full deal with it at all but a lot of the money is uh sketchy so sting said uh the days of performing for russian billionaires are over okay he said uh he is appalled by recent world events it will not play any shows for anyone connected to the regime in future Mm. um the big one that he did though so fair play to him he never he didn't do israel i don't think um after 2006 that's quite a long time you know Mm. uh, after the that's sort of before it really kicked off with i think the the bds movement started in 2005 so if you're doing gigs then yeah it's it's not full heat he didn't do israel in full heat so and he hasn't done it since so he's obviously making a conscious decision Mm, mm. his big one though was october 2009 when he was paid reportedly over a million sterling to play a show organized by gul Karamova, who is the daughter of <coughs> dictator Islam Karamova, Uzbekistan's leader for 27 mm. years. If you look now, if you look over this guy's whole career, he has a terrible human rights record, some really, really terrible atrocities, and I'll just name a few of them. Every little thing she does is magic. <laughs> do, 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 da, da, da. All for love with Rod Stewart and Brian Adams. But getting back to the dictator, this guy was probably probably worse. Possibly. So, <laughs> Sting has like a decent reputation for social issues. Mm. So he was sort of targeted then people wanted answers. So he said, look, I played Uzbekistan a few months ago. The concert was organized by the president's daughter and I believe sponsored by UNICEF. Mm. I am aware of the Uzbek president's appalling reputation in the field of human rights as well as the environment. I made the decision to play there in spite of that. I have come to believe that cultural boycotts are not only pointless gestures; they are counterproductive, mm. where prescribed states are further robbed of the open commerce of ideas and art. That, as a result, become even more closed, paranoid, and insular. That's mm. the best of all reasonings I've mm. heard, and I not necessarily don't necessarily agree with him. Yeah, but, but it's, it's thought, less far out garbage because he's because yeah. he's a clever cunt thing. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Honest. Yeah, and it takes and him six days to come. Six days to come. Seven, if he's uh, really concentrating,
1: and he's floating when he's
0: doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that song, in Russian. We, we used that before on a, the Cold War episode. Another That's historical right. butchery that we fucking true through. Oof. Don't get well, any of your really, facts from us. People really like that episode, though. I think people want people want uh, alternative facts that we <laughs> alternative <laughs> okay. facts. Yeah. Oh, it can you prove that with facts? We days, do you know, all our yeah, own research. We do, yeah.
1: You know, do. do your own as well.
0: So that was our boycott breakers. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh thanks for thanks for <laughs> especially my little us. sting joke about the atrocities at the end there.
1: <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> uh thanks for joining us yeah, for boycott breakers. As we said, uh, our Patreon people, they get an extra little bit at the end. Uh if you're not listening on the Patreon, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or whatever, uh, I don't even know how people listen to podcasts anymore. I assume it's all just Spotify, uh, which we're obviously going to talk about in they just the, absorb uh, them
0: from the electrons
1: in the air. Pretty much, we're going to talk about Spotify's uh, boycotting that's happening now as well in the in the, in, in, in the extra bit on on Patreon. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, if you if you like it, you want to support us and you like what we do, you got the patreon.com forward slash Lost our Podcast. It's cheap; it's a couple of quid a month. Uh, you don't have to stay stay signed up for a month uh, or sorry for like a year. You can jump on for a month or two and then jump off, whatever. Or you can keep supporting us. Uh, we need it. Because hosting shit's expensive. I was saying to you, so I've got all these like, uh, like the, the live stream videos from like the bazouzios and stuff like that that I've done, and the, the even the Tony Hawk's nights and shit, and I have them all recorded on video, but they're all like six, seven gigs, and the only place you can put those is on YouTube, which is going to just delete them because there's music on them. So, yeah, like, I, I have know. to try and get them up on Vimeo. Vimeo, Vimeo wants like, like twenty five quid a month yeah, for you to you put. Do you know what I mean? Like you can pay a fiver a month, but you can only upload five gigs a week or something weird, something stupid. Like, and then I went, I signed up to all these mad ropey websites yesterday I'm fully going to get hacked, right? All these mad weird video hosting websites yesterday. And they all have paywalls to upload. Like, how would you, how are you you going to create a community of people going and looking at videos, if there's nobody putting videos up, because you're charging them to put videos up, it doesn't make any know. fucking sense.
0: Well, that's why the Patreon it does help them, and, and we are trying to give people a bit more than they had before. You know, we did yes. sp- we were doing full episodes for Patreon. Uh, yes, but we um, felt felt that, like, the ideas... It was hard to come up with ideas that were just for patrons. so this is a better option. Just this is a much better option,
1: having like, extended, director's cut, fucking Lost so, Arts. So, so what if, we're going to do is yeah. we're going to leave you bog-standard people alone. I can't call and, them that. Well, they're yeah, bog standards fine. Apparently fine. They're not, like, fucking peons, you know? They're not peasants. They're just normal people, bog-standard yeah. people. Um, so we're going to leave you as B, and we shall... Uh, talk to you again in a couple of weeks whenever we get time when this uh, crazy rush is out for me and, and crazy rush is out for helmet we get some time together and we we'll get a, another juicy episode together for you and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks thank you very much